0: grace be unto you, and Easter peace in the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our risen Lord. Amen. The text that we'll think about this morning comes from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 13, beginning with the 29th verse. Now when they had fulfilled all that was written concerning him, they took him down from the tree and laid him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead. He was seen for many days by those who came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who are his witnesses to the people. And we declare to you glad tidings, that promise which was made to the fathers. God has fulfilled this for us, their children, in that he has raised up Jesus. As it is also written in the second psalm, you are my son, today I have begotten you. Therefore let it be known to you, brethren, that through this man is preached to you the forgiveness of sins, and by him everyone who believes is justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. This is the word of God. In the name of Jesus Christ, who said, Because I live, you shall live also. Dear friends in Christ, Christian apologist and author Tim Keller once said this, If Jesus rose from the dead, then you have to accept all that he said. If he didn't rise from the dead, then why worry about any of what he said? The issue on which everything hangs is not whether or not you like his teaching, but whether or not he rose from the dead. And that's really true. No facet of Jesus' ministry is better calculated to give us absolute confidence than his glorious resurrection from the dead on Easter Sunday. For if this man truly came back to life after being dead, then we need to listen to everything he says to us in his word, for it is in that word that he reveals God's plan for our salvation. We continue our theme, the joy of being sure that Jesus has redeemed me. One Sabbath day, the Jews in the city of Antioch came to the synagogue to hear a guest preacher from Tarsus, a man named Paul. He had good news for them. Being Jews, they were, of course, familiar with the Old Testament promises God had made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, promises of a Messiah who would bring them forgiveness of sins and salvation. Well, Paul said, those promises had all come true. Yes, just recently in the city of Jerusalem, a man named Jesus Christ had died on a cross for the sins of the world, for their sins. The promise of forgiveness had at last been fulfilled by the Son of God, Jesus Christ. And the proof? Jesus hadn't remained dead. He'd come back from the grave. The promise which was made to the fathers, God has fulfilled for us, their children, in that he has raised up Jesus. The message was electrifying. Paul's audience was stunned. The non-Jews of the town immediately asked him to preach the same message to them. As for the Jews, they were divided. Some of them believed Paul. Some of them rejected his message with bitter hatred. And you know, the message of the empty tomb continues to divide people right down to this day. For some, it's the worst kind of nonsense, a fairy tale fit only for children and the naive. But for us, it's the fulfillment of a promise first made in the Garden of Eden, the promise of an escape from punishment, the promise of a way out of sin, the promise of a way to avoid the terrible calamity of judgment that is coming ever nearer for this world. Paul said, "...through this man is preached to you the forgiveness of sins, and by him everyone who believes is justified from all things." from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. For each of us, Easter is the joy of being sure that Jesus has redeemed me. Being a good person won't get you into heaven. Doing good deeds won't work, no matter how hard you try. There's only one currency with which your sins can be paid for. It's the holy precious blood of Jesus. Yes, you say, but is that payment enough? for even my great sins? Have no fear. The resurrection is proof that it is. Jesus' redeeming work was sufficient. It was accepted by God. God the Father Almighty stamped it with his official seal of approval when he raised up Jesus from the dead. By him, Paul says, everyone who believes is justified. Everyone, without exception, and that includes you. As sure as you're listening to this message right now, God has already pronounced his verdict upon you, and that verdict is not guilty. This person is justified by the blood of my son. The empty tomb is proof positive that, in God's eyes, your soul is empty of sin and guilt. That's why we can say with the hymnist, He is arisen, glorious word. Now reconciled is God my Lord. Amen. The hymn selected for this morning's devotion is hymn 23 from the Lutheran Hymnal.
1: For our regeneration Thus saving faith in us he wrought And us unto the bridegroom brought Made us his chosen Ring. Unto our triumph, God we sing. Bless be His name forever. With angel hosts let us adore and sing His praises.